I'm talking comics and you bring up chicks and romance? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, we'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, even movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club will be usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P. Features. Hello, Internet. Stop, and stop, stop. You got that wrong. It's Mr. B. Features. Oh, I get it because of the other show that's... That's funny. And then there's Mauer. <laughs> Beep you. Okay. It's cool. hot. Oh, and then, uh, okay. All right. You, you done over there? Let me, can I bring up the last person? No, he doesn't get an introduction anymore. And then there's Huey. Beep you, Mauer. What's going on, Huey? What's going on? Beep you, Mauer. Oh, <laughs> beep you, Mauer. Ooh, beep Mauer. <laughs> yeah, beep Mauer. All right, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around that, here, that's what we talk about the news. That, you singing it that way it sounds like you really want to beat me. <laughs> I, I mean, it only took 500 episodes to get to this point, man. I'm not hearing a no. Our relationship is going to the next level, everybody. If it the, wasn't for COVID, I'd be in that room. And that's <laughs> new news. <laughs> that's... That's the nude news. <laughs> hey now, yeah, it's oh, uh, look, Wednesday. Look, there's a there's a lot of jokes to be had, but there's also that much more news to talk about. This is going to be an extra long show because we have our regular news plus Comic Con at home, and man, like we had plus to cut a fireside lot. after dark. <laughs> you know what? Kinda. Hey Minty, hold it's, on. I got you yeah. covered on this. Are you ready? What's that? Spoiler alert. Spoiler oh, alert! <laughs> For a lot spoiler of things, alert. I know I'm. It's, hold, on, hold on, hold on, we're making a joke out of it. But my bad. I don't want to be the guy to spoil things. I felt bad when that post came out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil anything. <laughs> I will be better at it. I've put spoilers for every bit of news that we have on there. I will be, remember to make it uh, a little bit more known when I'm about to spoil something big. So my bad. So, sorry, Steve. <laughs> so, but let's get into our comic news because there's a lot of things to talk well, about. Well, what here, are we talking here's about? Here's our top this- stories. <laughs> Disney may have stolen Kate Bishop from Apple. Ooh, yeah. Wow. And then Zack Snyder's threatening to blow up the Justice League. Oh, deep. And then Moon Knight kills a major Marvel villain that some of the most powerful heroes in the Marvel Universe have tried to do for years. And Moon Knight did yeah, well, it. Well, except for they, no, both. They've done it. And so it's that he kills, quote unquote, a thing that's unkillable, quote unquote. So anyway, Mauer, why don't you just take us right into that bit of news? <laughs> <laughs> so Moon Knight has uh, been. Spoiler? Spoiler alert. Avengers 34. Spoiler alert spoiler. three times. No, but I'm, uh, but I'm, again, spoiler alert for Avengers 34. Spoiler <laughs> alert. All right, go ahead. Are you sure? Spoiler alert, go ahead. This is about Avengers number 34. If you haven't read Avengers number 34, 
Please fast forward about two and a half minutes. All right. So as we've been following the new Avengers storyline, Moon Knight's been collecting the other Avengers powers, right? Yep. So in this issue, he reunites with Khonshu, which we kind of saw already him coming together. And he offers the powers to Khonshu and they travel to Hotel Inferno, not the MGK album, the place in Las Vegas that raised from hell. That's basically like the devil's slot machine. Well, now it's a prison. <laughs> like it, it was. Now it's a whole different thing. Um, and that was that's from what? Damnation? Damnation, yeah. Actually, Doctor Strange raises everything up. Because he was like, we call ourselves the Avengers, but we never really avenge anything and brings that up. But anyway, he goes there. Conscious responded saying he's going to take care of everything himself. And uh, he kills... Uh, wow, you are, you're jumping all over the place. <laughs> he kills Mephisto. Mephisto. So, Mephisto. Before the, before the taking on everything himself, Khonshu's not there. That's just Moon Knight. <laughs> no. Um, but Mef- Moon Knight kills Mephisto by throwing Boom. Meow Meow through his chest. And it, did you, it was also looked like it was covered in barbed wire. I mean, it was, well, it was a pretty vicious looking version of Mjolnir. <laughs> You're starting to see all of Moon Knight's personalities kind of shine through into this one Moon Knight. So, like, that seemed very much like Mr. Knight. Like, some of the things he's doing with his weapons and fighting style. He's not as much switching between them anymore. They've kind of all merged into one. Um, but you have a time jump in the issue. Two weeks to the new Thebes city, which used to be Manhattan, New York. And it looks like in every like futuristic thing where somebody takes control, they make it in their own image. It's kind of half New York, half Egypt. So clearly Khonshu is ruling over everything. It almost reminded me of Shadowland. Do you remember that? When all of a sudden like everything popped up in feudal J- Japan and you had all those buildings kind of taking over Shadowland. In the middle of the Except for kitchen. now it's just ancient Egypt. Yep. So essentially, uh, Moon Knight blames Mephisto. Let me see if I can get these a series of events together. Moon Knight blames Mephisto for um, everything that's been going on with him. He throws Thor's hammers through Mephisto. Mephisto, quote unquote, dies being a character who can't die and all, but he won't be around for a while. So there's that. Uh, he then goes back to uh, Krishnu and Krishnu says, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to do it myself. That's when we get the time jump. And that's when Manhattan is now this new Egyptian city. Right. Now, yep. And you now have. Remember the whole shit going on with uh, Mephisto and Ghost Rider. So everybody's waiting for Mephisto to go down to take over hell. So it doesn't just have implications for the Avengers in that book going forward. Like this has major Marvel world implications. So who knows what's going to come of that. But we are going to get a lot more Moon Knight um, heavy stories. And you know how last year we got uh, Jason Aaron saying, I'm going to drop something big with Moon Knight next year? This yeah, still isn't yeah, that. Should... Like, uh, this, he's just letting the, this is just the pieces. Because I think it's going to be the Avengers versus Krishnu. You think? Yeah. Well, the, look at it. Look at the city. Like, I, I think what's going to happen is, is that this is going to be a time where Moon Knight is going to uh, rally against him. I think it's well, going to be all of that. that. That's his reluctant way of joining the Avengers and being part of the team 
is because he's now responsible for the way that the world is. Well, you saw so, his horde of like zombie priests that he had before in the last mm-hmm. issue. Well, they're going around and collecting superheroes that are too blind to join the crusade. I have a feeling that Moon Knight is going to become Krishnu. He's going to become the god. He's going to be our major villain moving forward. And eventually, I have a feeling that we're going to get a new Moon Knight. We, we keep saying Krishnu. I just realized. Kanchu. Kanchu. <laughs> Samsonite. Isn't Krishnu like, Krishnu's like a Hindi god or something? Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> it's alert. Krish, it's Krishna. Yeah, whatever. Kanchu. Anyway. But I, I do think. It, go ahead. I was just saying, I just figured I'd let it go on until you guys realized. Yeah, thanks, Features. Right. No problem. Um, but it does make sense because it very much has a Galactus and Silver Surfer vibe to it where Kushnu is just, or Kanchu. <laughs> it's now in my head. It's like my tongue refuses. Anyway, um, he, uh, it, it seems very much like he's pulling the strings to a much larger plot. And then it, may, it would give a reason for Moon Knight to be in control of his own destiny if this is going up against him, where he kind of takes the power from him, as well as brings him into the Avengers fold, setting him up for the, M- the MCU appearance. Right. And I, I truly do feel that we are going to get all the personalities actually be corporeal. I think this is going to lead up to being us getting a Stephen Grant you know, and all of them are going to be actually living things. I think he's going to create that. I didn't he kill them all off in his crazy solo, all new, all different run. <laughs> kind of. He's come to terms with them now. For anybody unaware, Moon Knight's crazy and has multiple personalities that have way different lives where one's a cab driver, one's a movie producer and so on and so forth. Just keep going. For those of you that were offended by that, he's not crazy. He does have a history of mental illness. Um, wow which which manifests a disassociative identity disorder let me just let me just put this out there that when (laughs) i first heard of moon knight mauer goes yeah he's like batman but cooler and crazy (laughs) so don't be swayed by uh by his his verbiage here (laughs) you should have seen menti's face disassociative identity disorder but anyway i'm really excited it's been a while since we've had major changes with Moon Knight. And with every major chain in the history of Moon Knight, you've gotten, like, they don't erase anything, which is cool. So I have a feeling this major change, the reason why most of the Moon Knight fans are very accepting of it, is because we don't lose our history. We just get something else cool to play with. So. I dig it. All right, let's move into X-Men news because a lot here, a lot of the news is going to be new characters, new villains, things that that require a bit of a further breakdown. So I'm going to run through some of this stuff pretty quick because we're already 10 minutes in and we got a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, But I want to talk about, um, I want to, uh, Natasha uh, Rapina, I think that's how you say her name. Features, how do we say Um, the name? Looks accurate. (laughs) Are you sure? Or Cosmore as as her name's going to be from now on. But she is uh, in the lead up to yeah, she's Krishna. Um, in the lead up to uh, X of Swords or Swords of X, uh, all the new X Men crossover titles that are about to happen, Swords. she seems like they're playing her. They're putting her on the board for yeah. this story because she is a a very very powerful reality manipulating mutant. So when her she she lives in an area where you know uh, they're very anti Krakoan. 
Um, anyway, her powers manifest, and all of a sudden, this giant bubble forms around her, and anybody in the bubble starts seeing her dreams and nightmares come to life and start attacking people. So much so that she actually kills her parents in this way. So the mutants come in to try and help her. As soon as they jump in into the sphere, they get like absorbed into it and get immediately started uh, getting attacked by those um, manifestations. I guess we'll call them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and over, it, over time. I was just going to say, over time, they start seeing manifestations of their own nightmares. Yeah. So, so that's a, and so essentially, they they figure out how to turn her dreams into you know, and her nightmares into dreams and and calm her down. Um, but she has this wild ability to manipulate reality on a scale we haven't seen in a new mutant in a long time. Um, she she's got a very, I don't I don't know what to call her. She almost kind of looks like a like an eighties Pokemon. <laughs> Like after her powers come out, she becomes like, and it's because of what happened with her when her powers originally manifested, but she has this like blue, almost like toad like vibe to her, but she also has like very one strange eye and her and, and very wavy kind of She looks like hair. a Morlock. What's up? She looks like a Morlock. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, she, she does look like a Morlock. She's got that Morlock je ne sais quoi, if you will. She looks a little bit like Leech, and then the other kid that looked like Leech but was pink, but with like an extremely large head. Pink Leech. Pink Leech. They were like, Pleach. People, yeah. People Leech really and Pleach. like Leech, so we're going to make another Leech. Maybe they'll like that one. Was his name Artie? You're- yeah, it was Artie and Leech. She looks like both of them. <laughs> Only blue. She's Blue Leech. Yes. She's blue Leech. Blue Artie Leech. Blard Leech. But it's definitely worth looking out for this uh, just because I have a feeling this character is going to play a major role in crossovers and stuff coming up. So keeping that moving, let's talk about um, the uh, X of Swords and let's talk about one of the covers that we've just seen. And this is from the Comic-Con at Home uh, panel that was happening where they were talking about a lot of uh, the new things that are coming along for the the X-Men. And one of them was talking about what, what characters should we be excited for in this upcoming run, uh, and Apocalypse, they show, well, yeah, I mean Apocalypse. I have a feeling this is where Apocalypse is going to become the bad guy again. I mean, wasn't he already kind of bad, having to kill people to get there to see if they're worthy of being mutants again? That yeah, kinda... but they were okay with it. <laughs> they were, they were good with it. Like, they kind of all just watched in the arena, uh, you know. Ooh. So anyway. They said that the person we should be on the lookout for on this one, the, who's going to get a very, uh, a, you know, very interesting arc, is going to be Storm. Really? So Captain Britain is supposed supposed to get a pretty cool arc as well, but I don't really care about Captain Britain. But Storm, man, the cover is pretty great looking. So the cover is her dancing. It looks like the tango, but with the uh, the Horseman Death. Which so version? It is. Go ahead. Which version of Death? Well, it, 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 uh, we don't really know. It's, it, it's almost Egyptian looking. It almost looks like it's from um, um, Stargate. It looks like Anubis. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. But the, the, the cover is incredible. And it, it, I don't even know how it really it fits in, <laughs> to be very honest. But it's, well, but it's one of Apocalypse's first ever horsemen's, uh, horsemen of death. Okay, so, so it's one of the original ones. Obviously, Apocalypse playing a big role. Storm looks like going to be playing a big role, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, all right. Does anybody this even next... care about Storm anymore? Yes. 
besides features? No. Does are you saying does anyone care about Storm? Yeah. Yes. Storm is a staple. I always care about Storm. But you care about her like you care about the Fantastic Four. No. No. I care about her more than the Fantastic Four. Really? She's just not around as much anymore. But remember, before I'll do all do all different, she played a very big role. Like she was essentially the head honcho for a while. Yeah, before Wolverine's outrageously growing popularity, Storm was actually one of the leaders of the X-Men. For some so, dumb yeah, reason. she's vastly But then she important. wasn't popular, and they turned her into a kid to try and get her popular again. You th- did they did that to Storm? I thought they did that to Jean. No, they did that to Storm. When she became Storm the teenager seen- with the Mohawk, it was because she wasn't popular. What are you talking about? You talking about- 84 Storm? The 89. All I know is, guys, this is a rabbit hole that we do not have time for. <laughs> so I'm going to move us on from this because we've got a lot of crazy stuff to talk Storm about with sucks. Spider-Man because there's two characters that we have to go over here to make sure that this story makes sense. So this is going to be spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler. This is a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. For Sins Rising is the um, uh, number one. Is the, It's a prelude. But we got to talk about Sin Eater. Uh, and then we have to talk about uh, Kindred. So first off, uh, Miles Morales looks like he's going to be up front and center leading a spider team. Uh, and are they, they giving uh, him... What are they called? The Order of the Web. I think that's the name of them. But is he going to be Kid Arachnid? Uh, I, I don't know. I like Kid Arachnid now. It's amazing how I hated that. But You like, hated I like that. that. Wow. Mark the date it. and time. You hated that, Mark. I did. It, was, it sounded so dumb, but now I kind of dig it. It grew on me. All right. I, I think Features is trying to do the finger thing with you through, through Skype. It's weird. I just got a, a, his wow. finger just pointed at my face. It was like uh, E.T. Right. So Nick Spencer's been currently writing this book, and it seems like it's going to put Miles more in the forefront. But before we even talk about that, I want to talk about Sin Eater and Kindred, because Kindred's been the main villain that's been leading up to this, and Kindred seems like it's going to be a big deal to the Spider-Man mythos moving forward. So Kindred is a character that literally came from hell that died a while back that knows Peter very well. We have no idea who this character is, but essentially it is a demon from hell who's climbed up through the the hellion ranks uh, to start manipulating uh, other souls, torturing them, and even resurrecting them. So much so that resurrected Mysterio, tortured Mysterio, re-killed Mysterio, and then tortured him again. Um, the, so Kindred has uh, two giant centipedes that hang off his or her arms. Kind of like kind maggot. Kind of, almost like, what's up? Maggot. Like maggot. Yeah. It's like a complete maggot ripoff. Sounds like Kind of, yeah. Sounds like Ben Riley with maggot powers. Except for it keeps calling Spider-Man Pete. And then even one point says, I dare you to say my name. So we, we still don't know who this character is yet, but this is obviously a character who died in the past. So maybe Craven, maybe uh, Osborne, maybe... Uh, ben Riley. How, how cool would it be if it's Uncle Ben? Like this is, remember, remember Mauer when it saw Uncle Ben would come back and it would be a really <laughs> cool story? And then they did yeah. it, but just in a terrible way. <laughs> no, remember, it's not Uncle ben, he has but. to come back and Aunt May dies. I think yeah. it's Osborne. Well, Osborne's already lost. He's still running around as the Green Goblin, so unless he's trying to well, double duty. I don't think it's Osborne just because the look of Kindred is very much based on run-ins with the Green Goblin. So he looks, okay. or she, or it, looks very goblin-y for they. that reason. It's they. Ben Riley. 
right. this character brought back an old character from of the 1980s called the Sin Eater, and the Sin Eater was pretty cool uh, in a story called The Death of Gene DeWolf. Uh, who is a commissioner, I believe, uh, the police commissioner that was a friend of Parker's. Um, he goes on a rampage, essentially just a serial killer that just starts killing people that he believes is sinful. And he wasn't that big of a character except for what, like the torment he put on Spider-Man. He's very much like a non-powered slasher murderer that made Parker want to kill him. It's one of the few times that he, Parker was pushed to the point where death was was fine. I'm gonna I'm taking this guy off the board. And if you've been a long time Spider-Man fan, you know that's not that doesn't happen often. Um, so this character, I mean, turned out it was a, a character named Sean Carter, who is a or excuse me, Stan Carter, who was a, a sergeant, uh, and they kind of fleshed out his backstory in this recent issue where that Sin Eater thing, the Sin Eater name, turns out it's this entity that's within him. So like in the original story, he was like when he, he, he wanted to get caught, he wanted to die because the Sin Eater started, you know, jumping into his mind again. So he starts messing with people specifically so the police would kill him. And while he's in the afterlife, he's supposedly pretty happy, but Kindred brings the soul eater spirit back to him. And, and in a very vicious way, merges the two of them together. And now we have a version of Sin Eater who's not, just a slasher but an actual supernatural being that was okay. resurrected and and wants to m remove anybody of sin from the earth that's essentially what this character is so they took a very old slasher-esque character and made him this demonic version so it's like the the female ghostwriter that alexandria that was starting to do well who just wanted to rule and get rid of sin so it sounds cool i need to clarify my statement because i realize now who you guys thought I was talking about? I was talking about Harry Osborne. Oh, yeah, okay. Because he died okay. in like two thousand what three? He's been back. And, he's and, been back for a while. He's got a kid with uh, Liz Allen, and, and the kid has the vent, the carnage symbiote inside of him. I thought they said he was still dead when his dad came back to life. That that was all retconned after one more day. Oh, really? Yeah. You know who I thought the uh, this this guy might be? What if it's the original burglar that killed Uncle Ben? He did. Ooh. He did die yeah, of a heart. He, he died of a heart attack after he, he got out of jail. He wouldn't. He know wouldn't who Peter be calling Pete. Though. Yeah. Did Some, it, didn't Pete unmask himself while he's? Gonna... Yeah, but not to a point where he's calling him Pete. Yeah, it's got to be somebody you know I mean? pretty damn close to call him Pete. It's Ben Riley. Ben's alive. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's a lot, and we still have a lot more to go. We're twenty two right, minutes. Moving in. So on we're to some moving. crappy news. Thor <laughs> Just some real crappy, news. crappy crappy news. Thor number eight, Donnie Cates, oh, yeah. uh, going to be a, a sale in October. Um, anyway, it essentially is Thor's hammer no longer has the same enchantment because apparently in Oklahoma, where during Straczynski's run, where they put uh, Asgard on Earth. That area has become a tourist attraction and like an amusement park where anybody can go lift Thor's hammer. What? So it's become this. Yeah. So I don't know. We, it's, we don't have a lot to go off of here. This is just what the synopsis of the issue is because it's not a, on sale till uh, October. But that's a pretty weird story to go. So they did a throwback all the way to post civil or, or during civil war right after. Is that the Asgard they're talking about when he literally lifts it up out of the ground? Yes. That, yeah. That was in Oklahoma. Yes. It's a so, tourist trap. It's uh, what's his name? It's Loki. Like, it's like the sword and the stone at Disney yeah. World. Every every now and then, the they can lift it. 
this the the original story sounds dumb but it's Donnie Cates and everything he's done that sounds dumb has been amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, like when I first read this, I went, well, that's stupid. But, and then I saw who was doing it. I went, well, <laughs> so I feel like I want to give it a chance. And, and maybe because Odin is the one who put the, the inscription on Thor, put the enchantment there and Odin's now gone. And, King Thor is Thor. Maybe that's where the enchantments left, or maybe him being fused with the power cosmic. That's I don't know. I don't really know how it works out. But oh, you you know yeah. what? That you said that it could be because Thor now has the Odin Force, and is now the Thor Force. It kind of makes that enchantment null and void because Odin isn't there to enforce it. Well, yeah, but the hammer's sentient and enforces it itself. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Odin's that Odin's enchantment could have worn off. Or that the hammer is no longer sentient. Well, mm. I hope that's not true because I liked it when it was a sentient storm. That was good. Jason Aaron's did a great job there. Let's keep that. It, we have no idea what like happened. Odin to the, when he went into the uh, put that when the Jane Foster threw it through that portal. We have no idea what happened to it. Dum 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 dum. So we move into Star Wars. Okay, so uh, Star Wars Darth Vader six. This will be a real quick one, but uh, the cover is the reason we're bringing this up because the cover looks amazing and it's teasing another fight between Palpatine and Vader, which we we've you know, obviously we got in Return of the Jedi. We got one other time in an older run uh, where Palpatine had a cool line about like. You know, do it again, and I'll and, and you know I'll I'll finish what Obi Wan started or something along those lines, which is just the one liners that the Star Wars comics have are incredible. But anyway, the cover is a giant photo of Palpatine uh, using Force lightning, and kind of looks like he's pulling Vader apart. Uh, so uh, this book's gonna take place after Empire Strikes Back, and Vader now knows that Luke's his son, and he's pissed off at everybody who's been holding this from him, so he goes on a vendetta to take out anybody who kept the truth from him about his kid, uh, and which pisses Palpatine off, and Palpatine wants to teach him a lesson, and then that leads us to this cover. So I'm pretty stoked for this, Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader number six, so you know that'll be out uh, soon. This is probably uh, another October release. Side note, all the Star Wars comics that are going on right now do take place after Empire. Cool. Oh, that makes sense, because Jason Aaron's was after New Hope, and now we're after Empire. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so they're doing X amount a year or two of, of canon stories, and then they end it and reboot everything after a movie. And then they're going to stop after Jedi, because we don't want to see anything <laughs> that takes place in that new... No, they, we had a book after Jedi. It's called Shattered Empire. It was really good. <laughs> and a game uh, alright let's move on to some Batman news well real quick uh, Injustice are we all fans of Injustice the Injustice line yeah the video game yeah no 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 the comic did you ever read the comic stupid what, what are no, you talking about dude dope, man. they changed amazing. everything they killed everybody well cause it's <laughs> Yeah, that's the point of it. It's a whole different universe. But it, it is one of the most brutal DC comic lines I've ever read, ever. And there's just so many crazy moments that happen throughout it. But it looks like Tom Taylor's bringing it back. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, all, all we know for sure is that we got the Injustice I that was tweeted out and that he wrote uh, in the tweet, I think it could have been different, uh, quoting Batman from Injustice. So if that's the case, if we're getting another book in the Injustice world, I'm super stoked because didn't all we just of those celebrate were violent and beautiful. That book ending though, like didn't they just give it a swan song like last week? They're going to go back and do time travel and start over again. 
Or they can just focus on another area of the universe. I mean, that's the nice thing about it being its own universe is we could just not focus on Batman and Superman for a little bit. True. Um, Do you remember last week's issue where we talked about people freaking out about the new Batman costume? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, DC pulled a DC in the most DC way possible. And they came out and they were like, no, no, no. That's not his costume. He won't actually wear that costume. The only time it actually is going to appear in a dream he has. So, like, completely backtracking from saying that this is going to be the new costume. It has a huge part in the story. Nope, nope, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. You're going to get your... It's one issue, and it's in a dream. He doesn't actually wear it. So, Uh. either they planned it and just sucked at what they do, or they saw that fans were freaking out and were like, you're not having him wear that costume. But... Speaking of costumes... Let's move into some Power Rangers news because, uh, man, oh, man, those Batman Power Ranger costumes. Can we just enjoy those for just a moment? Uh, Dan, Dan, so much. So Dan Mora, who who on Instagram, I believe it was Instagram, that or Twitter, has been posting photos of like a Power Ranger version of both Batman and Robin. uh, And he caught the eye of some of the editors at DC who were like, let's make this happen. And now because he got that word, he made a, a, a... a, a Nightwing and a Red Hood and a Batgirl and all of these Power Ranger versions of the costumes. And let me tell you, Red the Nightwing Hood is and, amazing. Oh, Nightwing. Nightwing and Red Hood both look amazing. And I love that in Nightwing, they went back to like the, yeah, uh, the original. original Teen Titan look with the weird feather kind of like well, mid-drift thing feathers. that he had. It's almost a combination of like all of the aspects you like of Nightwing. And then they added the Batman I'd- gauntlets on it. I hated that costume with a fiery passion because it looked so dumb. It wasn't until we got the the Moon Knight logo on the all black that it looked great. But when he had the weird yellow, looked garbage, G- garbage. It was just, just trash uh, use. It was the nineties, bro. Pro- was no, it was the nineties or was like it was? It wasn't late, even the nineties. <laughs> late eighties, he had that um, big collar on his suit. I think I, I think it was mid eighties. Um, really? But it it was it was bad. Um, anyway, point being is the fact that they were able to take that and make it cool is incredible. All right, but for a little bit here, it's going to be Baby Huey hour. An hour? So Baby Huey. I'm taking a nap then. A whole hour? What, what's happening in Power Rangers? Uh, so Ranger Slayer number one just came out. Uh, if you're not sure who Ranger Slayer is, she was uh, Lord Draken's like, number one. Uh, basically, it's Kimberly brainwashed. And throughout the events of Shattered Grid, uh, she broke her, her programming and, it, and started helping the Rangers in the end. Uh, so she's back to being a good person. Uh, but uh, Ranger Slayer number one just came out, and that's basically continuing her story basically after Shattered Grid when she returned home to the world of uh, Lord Draken. And a lot of crazy stuff's been going down. Uh, Rita, who who... Tommy Lord Draken killed at the start of the whole thing. She's been re- uh, resurrected and she's got zombies. Is it possible for just anybody who's new to Power Rangers lore? Who's Lord Draken? I know we've talked about him a lot, but if anybody's new. So Lord Draken is basically uh, Tommy, the original Green Ranger. Uh, if you ever watched the original miniseries Green with Evil, at the end, Jason uh, breaks the evil spell that uh, Rita put on him. Uh, in this reality, he they broke the spell. He goes, yeah, I'm still going to be evil. 
<laughs> so he then goes back and kills Rita, thinking because she's worthless and doesn't know how to run her, you know, be evil enough to actually win. And then I mean, it's true though. It's, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, and then proceeds to take over the world. Like, because I always had this question, like, make my monster grow, right? So then the monster gets big, and then the Power Rangers call their zords that come from all over the planet, all over the place. (laughs) Probably would take them a little bit to get there, a couple minutes maybe. What the hell is this giant monster doing while they're all just standing there with their hands in the air? He takes Observing. (laughs) It's it's bad leadership from Rita is what it is. It would be like, hey, in the three or four minutes you have till the zords get there, just step on them. Just step on him. But wait, I want to throw out there that Goldar might have been the smartest monster because he's actually attempted that, and he's the only one that never waited for the, for the Zords to actually strike him with the power attack, the power sword. He always left. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else is going on in Power Rangers world? Well, so you got, you got, you got these uh, zombies running around that Rita created because now somehow she's back. Uh, and then... Uh, Ranger Slayer goes back to Who? Tri- Ranger Slayer. Who's that? Kimberly, you you were sleeping. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> she goes back to try and get Lord Draken's minions, who now Scorpina has taken over. Scorpina is one of Rita's other henchmen. She was like the green Rita, right? No, she was gold. Gold. She was Goldar's like green. girlfriend. <laughs> green Rita. Greta. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in, in the end, she takes back control, and they defeat Rita, and now she's now sitting on Lord Dragon's throne uh, in a whole new armor, which actually looks pretty cool. Her, her costume's basically been reversed of the original Pink Ranger. Instead of being pink and white, it's black with pink accents on it. Yeah, she looks really cool. But now they've added some gold uh, armor onto her as well. Is she good now? So she was good at the end, and now she's like unified her world. So who knows? She has all the power right now. So who knows what's going to happen? Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> there's, your, there's your Power Rangers update from one baby Huey. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. Let's get into um, some let's TV news. The, we got a big news first. Start with the big TV news. Yeah, it's, it's probably uh, too big to talk about. So it's going to be a spoiler alert. Um, and it involves major companies that swore that this wasn't going to happen. Um, and the person said, probably not going to happen, hinting at uh, contracts being there. But there's rumors all over the place right now um, saying that Haley Steinfeld has signed on to be Kate Bishop. This is who, who is the second Hawkeye. Well, and this is the second, actress but... that most fans wanted for the role. However, she's on a show on Apple Plus right now. And most of their contracts are completely locked down. You can't do anything that would compete with them. So having the actress from that do a Disney Plus show seems like it wouldn't happen. So either she's leaving the show or some big money was thrown by Disney at Apple or Apple used it as some pressure to let Disney do some of the things they want to do for iTunes and Apple TV and all that. I'm look as long if they came to a deal that makes life better for us. Cool, we got a good Hawkeye show and maybe some cooler stuff on iTunes and things. I'm in. Go ahead, keep if, it up. If they upgrade the iTunes to 4K and charge Disney prices 4K on iTunes, like they've been fighting against, it, it'd be worth it. 
You were in my head the other day, Mauer, because they had a Whoa. sale on iTunes where like I or Iron Man, Guardians, all of them were like ten bucks, and I almost bet like a hundred some dollars on just getting the MCU. And I'm like, oh wait, it's not 4K. Mauer, well, I got no Winter 4K. Soldier. <laughs> but, I, but I have Disney Plus, which is 4K, so I figure I'll just leave it at that for a little while. <laughs> so I'm learning. All right, let's get into TV news. And the first thing I want to talk about is Hellstorm. Hellstrom. What? Sure. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I don't, I look, I've never been a Hellstrom fan. I've never been the occult fan. This is more of a Mauer thing than me. But I'll tell you, the most interesting part about this Marvel show is that it at no point looks or feels like a Marvel show. No, it doesn't <laughs> like even look- strip this. <laughs> And they're not even doing what DC did with Lucifer and their procedural. Like, it looks like it's basically their version of Lucifer mixed with, like, the Runaways or something. Um, but it looks kind of boring. Darker than the Runaways. Uh, the graphics look great. Like, graphics the, the look good. look really good. But it's, I don't know. Hellstrom, first off, they changed the spelling of his name. They took an L away because they can't have hell in the name of a show, I guess. Uh, but you didn't really see much. You saw his sister taking most of the camera time, which is weird. And he's the son of, of the devil. Of the devil. Right? That's his whole thing. Yeah. Yes. This is absolutely their Lucifer. Like, it's unquestioned. <laughs> like, this, is their, this is their Lucifer. It almost, it's like if they took Lucifer and, like, Legion, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. That, but we'll see. I'm not excited about it, and I used to be. And then I got excited to see the trailer. I put it on the big TV and I went, oh, all right. So it, it, I feel like if it is successful, it could be a game changer, though, with the relationship of Hulu and all those other shows that we were supposed to get. Because this, I feel like what happened was is Disney was like, all right, Hulu, we got all these ideas to, to really boost your platform and try and take on Netflix. And then they, halfway through that, they were like, you know what? Never mind. We're just going to focus on Disney+. Plus. And Hulu was like, wait a second. We had like six shows in the works. We had all the cartoons <laughs> that all got pulled. We yeah. had the Ghost Rider show that got pulled. Well, that was this um, show. So they were, so, what's up? This was the Ghost Rider show. Well, remember, he was all, before this, they were, he was supposed to have the Robbie Reyes show. Rob, so the Robbie Reyes thing, and they, they cleared everything up. That was just fans when they said Ghost Rider was getting his own show. Fans assumed it was Robbie Reyes because he was the hot thing at the time. Uh, but Disney had, had cleared up and said, we were never planning on doing a Robbie Reyes TV show. If we're doing anything with Ghost Rider moving forward, it will be Johnny Blaze. Um, so then that show morphed into Johnny, like the Hell People, and it was going to be Hellstrom, Johnny Blaze, and another dark hero and kind of dealing with fighting supernatural things. They nixed that because then Ghost Rider was going to get a movie, or that's the rumor. And then we got this, and it seems like they're stripping all the connection out of it. Well, there's, I mean, it's, uh, it's, none of the sources are reliable, but there's rumor of John Bernthal coming back as Punisher in a new Punisher MCU-based show that, is, that would be connected to the MCU, but not connected to the Netflix stuff at all. So it would, just, it would feel like a continuation, but it would be its own separate thing in the MCU, not connecting to Netflix. If a show like so uh, Hellstrom were to do well, it would open the possibility to that happening. We'll see. I'm not putting any weight into this show at all. It's going to have to be really damn good, because if people have to choose between this and Lucifer, 
I'm going Lucifer. There's just no doubt about it. Well, the I think the craziest thing is that Marvel pulled all of its its uh, marketing from it. Like there, yeah. it literally does not say Marvel at any point on the trailer of this thing. That's pretty wild. Like I've never seen them do that before. <laughs> I wonder a, if Hulu just one. was so far into the process, they said just let us license this character and we're gonna do a show about it. Which could one be, season. Watch it which, be one yeah. season. Which could also be why they changed the name. So Yeah, that's true. So if they want to use hell, like a, a truer Hellstrom, like we're saying that like we have any idea what the show's like, but like I'm gonna guess he doesn't have a pentagram carved in his chest. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna guess if they're not willing to put hell in the name, that's not gonna happen. He's already wearing clothes, which is weird for the character. Because normally he's one of those Namor characters that goes around, doesn't know what a shirt is, like features. Or CJ. Or CJ, yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to Amazon Prime. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. Boys season two is on its way. I'm very excited for this. Uh, but at Comic-Con at home, Amazon also announced that The Boys is officially a renewed for season three, which means that this show's got to be doing well for Amazon. Because they're also doing like a Talking Dead-esque show called uh, Prime Rewind Inside the Boys, which is... Wait, what? uh, Say that again. That's a a Mauer-Huey title right there. That's a pause. The amount of jokes jokes that we're going to get from that show for the next year or so because of this. Uh, but anyway, uh, the they also released a new clip from the uh, from this new season, and man, so the deep, if anybody is unaware, is the boys' version of Aquaman, and it starts with Billy Butcher but and the gang. And a, oh, but he's so much funnier. He's he's so funny because uh, like he has a romantic relationship with a with a dolphin that he, like he's trying. And I don't want watch season one. Um, anyway. <laughs> He it shows him in the water being chased. If they're they're in a uh, a speedboat being chased by a whole bunch of sharks, and all of a sudden the deep show comes flying up on top of a humpback whale uh, and tries to cut them off before they can get to the shore. And Billy Butcher, being Billy Butcher, just hits floors the boat, flies through the the uh, whale, which you kind of feel bad for the whale. But every single time. The deep tries to do something with a marine animal. It always goes poorly for the animal. Always. <laughs> like, it's just gr- like this gruesome death that he puts the whale in front of. But it, it just goes to show you that they're not pulling punches with this with season two. And I highly doubt they're going to pull punches for season three. There's rumor Jeffrey D. Morgan gets a role in uh, season three. So it'd be kind of cool to get Negan moving over there. Uh, but all right, staying with Amazon Prime, we also got confirmed that uh, the uh, Paper Girls is going to be a show that they're going to work on. They are very excited about this. It Sequel was, to uh, the Nintendo game Paper Boy. Um, <laughs> it's going to have all the thrills you remember from that game, <laughs> but in a new version. So be prepared for that. If they made a version of Paper Boy called paper girls and put it in the world of paper girls where you actually are throwing papers in like the alien other dimension like with all the the weird pterodactyl creatures and stuff that could actually be a cool game (laughs) like i would actually play that like if you made like a knockoff (laughs) paperboy game for like the iphone for free like they did with um stranger things made that 80s version of the of the game that would actually be really cool anyway paper girls uh didn't last very long. It was only 30 issues. I mean, that's it's really good for a mainstream comic, but still. Uh, Can you break down the story? Because I have no idea what it is. 
it's really hard to break down. Essentially, it's a bunch of kids uh, who are their paper girls. Like they have a the paper route. They all meet together in the morning and stuff. And they they find this device that pulls them into another dimension, and they have to figure out where why they're there, so to speak. Um, and in this wow. other dimension, they they speak a different language. There's pterodactyls. There's monsters. There's werewolves. And they run into each other like they're older versions of themselves. It's a pretty wild story. A lot of people started to dislike it as it went on. I know the first 15 issues were great. I started falling off at around 11, 12. Um, and I know a lot of other people fell off at that point. So I, uh, maybe I'll pick it up before the, um, the actual show comes out. But I really did love the first 10 issues. Sounds like Stranger Things a little bit. It, I feel like they want this to be their Stranger Things. All right. I had no idea that it was literal paper, paper girls. I was just going, uh, But wow. So they... <laughs> All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. real quick, Mm -hmm. we'll just do some Walking Dead news. Uh, We got a new trailer for uh, World Beyond, which I still think looks pretty good. But bigger than that is we got when the shows were actually going to come back. So we finally got the announcement for the season 10 finale, which will be October 4th. Uh, Then Worlds Beyond will will also premiere October 4th. And Fear the Walking Dead season 6 will premiere on October 11th. And then from then, those two will move uh, uh, beyond and Fear will be back to back. Wait, uh, so but, season 10 is ending October 4th, and then the next week is the season 6 premiere? Or the... What's going Oh, Fear no, the Walking Dead. It's, it's, that's Fear. It's, uh, there's three Walking Dead shows. You have Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and then Worlds Beyond. So Worlds Beyond is the newest one that has yet to premiere. And that's Fear the, the Walking that Dead, sounds... I fell off that forever. Yeah. What's up? So the World Beyond is the one that sounds good, right? Where it's going to be nothing related to what we've already seen and just telling other stories as as of right now it's the kids that are growing up in a world that's already been overrun by zombies and they they have to like leave their town for the first time so it's it's a coming of age story in the world of the walking dead in the future of the walking dead cool i Uh, might watch that one yeah, it looks pretty good. The the trailer, the first trailer and the second trailer both look interesting. So I I mean, I'm definitely I'm in. Uh but what's also kind of cool is that they're going to extend uh Walking Dead season 10 for another 6 episodes um that will go into early 2021. So I don't know where this decision comes from. I know Maggie's coming back, so Lauren Cohen is coming back, uh, and apparently they keep touting her as a new character, but I just feel like she went off for a while by herself and she's got like a new outlook on life maybe i like i'd like to see glenn's kid and i think it would be really cool if we've got this like bonding between glenn glenn maggie and negan especially after what happened with negan and glenn i think that could be a lot of fun storytelling there with this newer version of negan that we have on the show but i am excited for walking dead to come back and i haven't said that for a long time so season 10 looking forward to that october 4th let's get into movies so are you excited about the walking dead movie i am i am just because i really like rick grimes so I'm um, absolutely involved. I, and Robert Kirkman just essentially said that he likes the fact that the pandemic happened for the, for the movies that have been pushed out. He's like, I don't want anyone to think that we've just been sitting, a lot, sitting on our hands just waiting for the pandemic to be over. He said the nice thing about this is it gives everyone time to make sure that they're doing it right. It allows people to put a lot more thought into the scripts, make sure that there's no plot holes, make sure everything's moving, the pacing is right. So uh, the Rick Grimes movie, uh, I'm stoked for. I think... I know he's ready to come back, which is good. Andrew Lincoln's kind of clamoring to come back as uh, Rick Grimes. But I really do want to know where that 
his story continues. Well, he talked about getting back in shape for being Rick Grimes because, well, obviously he, you know, lives in the real world and has access to lots of food and, and not working out. And he said, being on the show, you had to always look like worn down and kind of malnourished. <laughs> so like his diet when he's doing the show, which is one of the reasons why he was getting towards the end of it, was very, very strict. But then he remembered he was coming back to doing it. So he's been spending this time making sure he looks like the Rick Grimes that we all love. All right, let's get into all this Zack Snyder, Joss Ugh. Whedon. We got a lot. So let's just Ugh. let's just go through some real quick ones first. Uh, so Zack Snyder, we we got our first glimpse of like the actual footage of Black Suit Superman, can, and it looks can dope. Can I stop? Can I? I just want to talk about that. I need to stop you. I'm sorry. The people that hosted him releasing that footage was the worst online stream I have ever seen in my goddamn life. Okay, wow. now you talk. All right. Anyway, the footage was cool. It's that footage that we've seen in the trailer of, <laughs> uh, of um, what's it called? Alfred. Uh, yeah, Alfred, the... he's sitting there. That, that's, what's the line? We were expecting you, or he was expecting you, something like that? He, he said you would be coming. Yeah, that's the worst. But we don't get yep. to see that line, because we see the water move. We see him look over. We see a second and a half of Superman in the black suit with the gray cape, and then it cuts. No, he talks to him. Oh, he says, I assume you're Alfred. Yeah, but he looks good, especially without, you know, the fake mouth. So now, he looks great. That's also not the final costume. So that has none of the CGI on it. So people are a little upset with the gray cape, the color that it is. So Zack Snyder is going to be there. That light gray will probably be a very, very dark gray. And the black will probably be even darker because, well, Snyder. Yeah, that's, that's the normal look. Uh, and then we move into, um, how, do, how do we even bring this one up? So he Whiny pants. is okay with it being a series, but he wants, to, like, he wants to release it as a full movie, but, breaking, but potentially breaking it up into series. So like into multiple installments, because if we remember that original cut was like four hours. This Remember is when they originally said this is the Warner Brothers going, we don't have content that people love right now. We can string this out and people will give us lots of money. So, yeah, yeah, well, look, I was they, thinking uh, that sounds like a cash grab. I mean, if you already have HBO Max, it's not too much of a cash grab because you're but already if they release for one it. piece a month. Yeah, but you want you want to like you want viewership, so you gotta give them a reason to like keep coming back. So turn it in like overhyping the Snyder cut and then turning it into a series instead of like a one shot movie. I could see overhyping the Snyder cut. There yes. there has been nothing for this outside of Zack Snyder. They put one picture saying Zack Snyder's cut's gonna be a thing, and that's been it. Everything else has been Zack Snyder pump, pumping it up. We've like we've literally they, been they talking have about not. Yeah, because it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> but for like almost, how, how long has it been since uh, Batman v Superman came out? Or no, Justice League? Five years? All of that, everything you're referring to is Zack Snyder and the Zack Snyder fan base. That's and it. it. And, and it, we've been talking about it ever since. It's, uh-huh, it's right. because the Zack Snyder fan base, yeah, but that's not from HBO. HBO's not doing this. 
HBO, if they would have had their way, if Warner Brothers would have had their way, this movie would never see the light of day. But so people true. clamored and yelled for it for a long, long time. And Remember, the they have to happens. make they have to make about thirty million dollars for this movie to be profitable. Right. They need thirty so, million dollars worth of subscribers for this. Of course, it's going to be a, a series. Well, we don't know. There's nothing actually said, but he he kind of hinted at it, saying that like I wouldn't, I I'd, I'd be fine if it went that way. Essentially, <laughs> um, so if there's a possibility that it's broken up into probably three installments, because especially if he goes with the original cut of that movie, which I, I feel like back in you know when the when it was still being filmed, they said that the early cut was four hours. I, I remember that pretty. Yeah, it was like four plus hours. So he can even drag, you know, drag that out to four and a half hours, and you have three hour and a half segments. So you just cut it. You cut it in half, and you throw a B on the second one. <laughs> just, uh, just had a B on it. Justice League side B. Um, all right. So then we go into uh, Joss Whedon. Now he never actually mentioned Joss Whedon by name, but he did definitely say that he he refuses to use any footage that he did not shoot. So he was asked whether or not there like he would use any of that footage, and he said absolutely not. Not going to happen. He said there are going to be similarities, but if you if it's in my movie, it's because I filmed it. Yeah. No, 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 no opinions on that. I figured you'd be all over that one. Listen, <laughs> makes sense. He's a shitty director that wow threw a temper tantrum. I don't think he's a shitty director. He's a shitty writer. <laughs> what did he direct that was good? He everything he does that like the look and feel of his movies are great. Sucker so he, Punch looked incredible. You cannot tell me that movie wasn't beautiful. The story left a lot to be desired. So he's a good director of photography. 300. Looks amazing. Yeah, but he also came up with the shot list. He's the director. But the way it looks is the director of photography. No, and the director. The director comes up with the shots, and the, the director of photography is with him. He is actually the one in the camera, but yeah, the director I, is still involved. I in just have the look. no he does the faith in him. He, he, he really hasn't done anything that I would say, I love that movie. So. Yeah, but you're talking about the movie instead of the way the look and feel of it. Watchmen looked great. It did. Story left to be desired, but it looked phenomenal. But he has say All, over that, too. Editing is 90% of the movie. Right, but the, the problem is usually not the, the, the editing of it. The problem is usually the story. Batman, Batman v Superman is a prime example. Looked good. Really bad story. Really See, convoluted I would, plot. I would argue, say that it didn't look good either. Oh, that fight scene between the two of them was amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. It only got bad when he said Martha, and then he decided <laughs> to use a spear. That's then, uh, what, yeah, the, the fight so itself was, was great. I, when he when he was punching him, and then all of a sudden the kryptonite started wearing off, and then he stopped moving, and he was just eating all the punch. Like that whole thing was shot beautifully. It just was a terrible story. A yeah, terrible movie. Yeah. Right. Because it's the story. <laughs> like, you guys, you cannot tell me. You can't sit here and, and praise Michael Bay for his action sequences and then go, yeah, but he's terrible at stories and then say that Zack Snyder is completely different. <laughs> no, they're, they're, Zack Snyder and, and Michael Bay go hand in hand. Michael Bay's stuff all looks really good, though. No, it looks exactly the same every time. He is just the brighter version of Zack Snyder. It's just sunsets and slow motion flags. It's the same stuff. 
Slow motion. His, his action slow motion. sequence. Dave Chappelle already His action it. sequences. You can't even tell what's happening. There's so much happening. There are so many robots and things like in like tangled up in circles that you don't even know who's Listen, fighting what. I don't. His I don't, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> well, see now, I, see this is how you know it. you're lying because he, he didn't do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He just produced it so you could shut your mouth. <laughs> Wow! Get your get your story right, Mauer. (laughs) Then come back. All right, now let's talk about Ray Fisher. That bitch. So, Ray Fisher. Look, I I really want to know the rest of this story because Ray Fisher came out guns a blazing recently. uh, So much so that he said when he when asked about like why Whedon hasn't said anything. By the way, Whedon uh, was supposed to do a Zoom with Joss Whedon during Comic Con. Uh, at home, last minute gets pulled so much so that the link was still active for people to go to that just shows you an error page. I have a feeling this had something to do with it because he said, he goes, they asked him, they were like, well, you know, uh, why do you think Whedon hasn't responded? He said, Whedon is probably scared and he should be because there's going to be, because uh, we are going to get to the heart of everything, everything, everything that went down. And if, uh, if anything I said about the man is untrue, I invite him wholeheartedly to sue me for libel, to sue me for slander. He is uh, here's pretty the thing. adamant. He, he said, yet apparently he went any, to a... He hasn't said anything of substance yet. Apparently he's not allowed to. But what he did do is he went to a lot of the cast and crew and found several people willing to speak out about uh, Joss Whedon. They just don't know how to do it without... With, without breaching contract. So that's what they're trying to do right now is figure out a way that they can bring this up without getting um, sued by the studio, not Joss Whedon. It's going to be Mike Holder, number seven, best boy, number two. <laughs> you know, I feel like so because, be, because they're not celebrities, they don't have a valid voice. Like, I want to hear from anybody who was on set. Anybody. We'll see what happens. I yeah, I'm very because I mean Whedon could have easily squashed this, but has yet to say anything. I wonder why. Because the key, grip, I, I feel because you don't I, feed the trolls. The key grip yeah, punched them in is, the face this, really hard. This is beyond the trolls, man. This go this this goes bigger than trolls. Like this this is something that could hurt his career if he doesn't start speaking up about it soon. Because a lot of other people are coming out as well. And if any if anybody besides Ray Fisher, if any other celebrity from Justice League says anything damning about him at all, this could be the end of his career. Could be a Trolls uh, world tour. Listen, Mel Gibson still has a career. So I don't yeah, think Yeah, but look how long that took. <laughs> Listen. If this was as bad as he's saying it is, Mel Gibson's a little different is, than Joss Whedon. <laughs> if this was as bad as he was saying it was, he would just say it because a contract does not valid if it's anything that is hate crime or anything like that. Yeah, but, but, but it's, not, it's not a hate crime. Apparently, it's just his disrespectful meaner on set. So he's a mean guy. Know who else was a mean guy on set? Chevy yeah, Chase. That, that, so, I, look, I know you're a big Joss Whedon fan, and I am too, but you have to get over your blind love for the man to see that, he's, Jay, that Fisher's not the only person bringing this up. Like he, Joss Whedon has had multiple things said against him from multiple people, from multiple movies and series. He's not alone on this. So but, you can ignore everybody if you want to, but there's but they truth haven't in there said somewhere. anything that would be like, oh, oh that's really bad. So he's mean on set. He's demanding. So you don't think, he you puts think people he's down. just saying all this for the fun of it? I'm you thinking think Ray he, Fisher's just no, doing I'm this just because? Saying, I'm saying he's soft. 
you don't be again you don't know anything we no one does but obviously there's a lot happening go back to scorsese and kubrick and all those guys that would belittle you in front of everybody on the set and make you cry it's just the way directors you know of that type are if they're demanding but every but you forget that people nowadays would disagree with you and say just because that's the way it was doesn't mean that's the way it should be but i'm just saying it doesn't make him evil because you, that's the way he you, is but we well no but it, there are other people would disagree with that like again i don't know enough about this none of us do until somebody actually speaks up and if joss whedon doesn't speak up for himself because he's got multiple allegations against him at this point not just ray fisher ray fisher's just one of many now that's my my point is that if he doesn't speak up soon this is going to become a bigger problem for joss whedon in the long run i don't think he has to speak up because anything it needs to be proven Somebody needs to have evidence or say exactly what he did. You both are making very valid points, and I can't find either of you wrong in these affirmations <laughs> that you speak about Joss Whedon. However, no matter what, I'm still going to call Ray Fisher a bitch. Out. Put it this way. I want them to be wrong. I want them to be wrong. But somebody willing to put their own career on the line for this, there's something to it. <laughs> Ray Fisher. <laughs> Ray, Ray Fisher has more money than any one of us Ray That's Fisher has, has way more potential for advancement than any one of us my point is, is that Ray Fisher right now could be destroying his own career if this is really you just saying that he's soft he, he's putting a lot on the line for it so my point is, is because there's so much at risk there has to be some more to it so I hope he's wrong I hope it's just Hold I on, hope wait. you're right I'm going to put one last thing on it Christian Bale Recovered in like yeah. three weeks. Christian Bale is very, very different. It's also a different situation. Christian Bale also came out and apologized multiple times for it. Joss Whedon, again, hasn't said anything about any of the allegations, not just this one. Christian Bale said it, though, because they had video footage of it. <laughs> if we have evidence, I'm sure so, something will be said. But there's no reason to admit anything if there's no proof. I mean, he could have even said, I have no comment. Why, why not do the, uh, the Zoom with Joss Whedon? Why pull out of that? Do you think he pulled out or you think they squashed it? I think he pulled out. I absolutely we'll think see. he pulled out. Let's move on to some more shitty Thor news. Uh, you want to talk about that over Constantine? Constantine's never going to happen. We don't know that. If, Constantine is wildly and You don't popular. like the idea of Constantine meeting Jesus in prison? I love that. That was, a, that was a, one of the ideas for a sequel. That sounds exciting. You have no, no opinion on that whatsoever? Uh, at this point, I don't want to see Keanu as Constantine. What? what? Why? Because we have somebody that is 10 times better than him. Uh, Doesn't mean you can't have two, man. And I would love to see a continuation <laughs> of his. Yeah, Constantine could just be Elseworld stories with Keanu Reeves. If they made it hard R, which is what they wanted to do originally... Hard if they art. let him smoke, like if they let him be, because con- the biggest, but it was a cool movie and going back and watching it as not a Constantine movie, it's really good, but it's a very bad portrayal of Constantine, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it wasn't a Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that what it changed to Constantine? Yeah. So I don't know. I think let, let Keanu do something else. I'd rather see our current 
Constantine, who has been working his ass off keeping that character alive, keeping this whole Constantine era, you know, building up and building up, pay that man off with a movie. I mean that he that's all he's got going on for him, so that's why he's that way. <laughs> like Matt I mean, Ryan, he, he, no one would be talking about of, this Constantine movie about Keanu Reeves and Matt Ryan. Like Keanu Reeves, when they go, "Hey, we're not making a sequel," he's like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go do the Matrix." <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> like he he's got options that Matt Ryan doesn't. So Matt Ryan wants to keep Constantine as live as humanly possible, and he's done amazing things. He took. But a, we wouldn't be talking about this Constantine a, sequel. If it wasn't for Matt Ryan. It oh, just, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think Constantine's called Did you care about enough. Constantine before Matt Ryan? Yes. I loved that movie. Absolutely. 100%. And you were still talking about it recently? What are you talking about? If, you, if, if they would have said, hey, the Constantine crew's getting back together for a sequel, whether or not I talked about it the last year, I'd still be excited for it. You're going to tell me just because it wasn't in the forefront of your mouth? You lose excitement for it? How does your brain work? <laughs> I'm just saying nobody was excited about anything Constantine. Sure, well, because there was because nothing there Constantine wasn't coming anything, out. Yeah. It wasn't he still had his comic. There wasn't anything out to be, to be excited about. Matt Ryan's show came out and it was great. And then we got excited for Constantine again. But that doesn't change my excitement if all of a sudden Keanu Reeves said he wanted to do another one. So you'd be okay with Keanu Reeves swooping in off the buildup of excitement? And taking that movie? Yes. Again, you say that off the buildup of excitement, but it, that movie has a cult following. Yo. That movie has its own following outside of Matt Ryan. Mad people love the Constantine movie. Mrs. Features is actually a really good, big fan of Constantine. Recently, Surprise. people have said the movie's good, but if you remember for years, people thought that movie was trash. What? No. When no. It, when it, no people when it, yeah, bashed no, that movie right. nonstop. When it, when it first came out, it did not do well. But again, it's got a cult following. Call following kept it alive for a very long time. So much so that they did a cast reunion. Like the creators and, and Keanu Reeves got together to talk about this. There's obviously people watching if they're going to be putting a panel together for it. And Keanu Reeves came to do it. If, if there was no fans for it, trust me, they would have never done that. Well, I think they're just blowing smoke. I doubt we're getting that Keanu you're Reeves. Pro you're probably right, but he, Nobody's Keanu taking Reeves a risk says, on that. Keanu Reeves said he'd be willing to do it, so... I don't know, man. I'm just saying, we're getting another Bill and Ted movie, so what's the stop from doing a Constantine movie? <laughs> That's because Keanu That's... Reeves went from being not being able to get a job to having everything offered to him. That man is cashing in right now. He knows it can be All the more off. reason As to do another Constantine. <laughs> All the more reason to do another Constantine. What a great... That's You proved my point, Mauer. He well would played. do it. There's not a studio out there that would give that movie money. You don't know that. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers wouldn't give that studio money with Keanu Reeves. And Constantine, as you keep saying, it's the new wave of Constantine. The movie didn't make money. They're going to look at how much that movie made. Warner the movie has made money since because it has a cult following. Warner Brothers. You're right. It's, it's like Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Moulin Rouge? Yeah, it Moulin made, Rouge it, did not do well, but made, made a cult following and was even re-released in theaters. It uh, made $230.9 million and the budget was 100 Boom! Made its money back and then some. That's enough to do it again. They've made sequels for a lot less. Anyway, Thor's going to be filming next year. Done. <laughs> like, and we, we can't even believe that because Australia just had a spike. So nothing is filming right. this year. Let's wrap it up there because we no, are you're well missing over out an hour. on Warlock. We were supposed to get yeah. Warlock. 
We were supposed to get Warlock. That's true. But I really didn't want to go into a Warlock breakdown. But we're here now. So, Mauer, who's Warlock? <laughs> Warlock is an awesome robot that had shape shipping, 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 shifting powers. <laughs> it's like 88 degrees in my office right now. Um, and they were going to put him in. He, if you remember the toy, he had like metal dreadlocks. Like one big eye, one little eye. He was yeah. a super cool character. Um, he was created by Chris Claremont and Bill Sinkowitz. So if that gives you an idea of what kind of character he was. But they cut him because of budgets. Now, if this movie does well, because of it going back to its original, you know, bare bones story in the trilogy, they still want to do it, we'll get him, I think. But Oh, you, you, think, you think Disney's going to cough up the money for a sequel for it? If this movie does well, if it does well, it does well, but it didn't. I mean, it's right now. It's what August twenty eighth, isn't that? It's yeah. Um, this isn't coming out till October. Is it? Oh, it's October. Well, it's supposed to be August, but there's rumors now of every August movie being pushed to October, um, because they're trying to get, and we have a benefit because we're in Pennsylvania, but they're trying to get more drive-ins, the ability to show these movies. The problem is, is drive-ins all can't afford many showings. So they're trying to figure out a way to help them do it in different ways. So some drive-in theaters need brighter um, projectors so they can start showing it at dusk. So there's all kinds of things going on with drive-ins right now. If this worldwide COVID spike gets worse and all of a sudden we start shutting down again, I guarantee this movie, as well as a bunch of others, are going to just go direct to Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Apple Apple TV+. I mean, I have a feeling a lot of these are just going to get early releases online. I'll be okay with that. I'll buy them. I have a feeling. Yeah, but they won't get a sequel. I have a feeling the test, I don't know if you've noticed in like the news, there's pop-up drive-ins also happening all over the country. I saw that at Walmart's doing it. Well, Walmart's doing it. There's all different companies doing it. Now, if you live in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, we have more drive-ins that have been here forever than any other place in the world. Go to them. Don't go to these pop-up ones. But they're doing concerts with pop-ups now uh, with the movie, the drive-in movie theaters. This, I think, is a test for the fall when it gets darker earlier for them to really start pushing late-night drive-in movies and having them run all night. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I would absolutely start doing drive-ins again. So I'm going on Wednesday. Actually, tonight I'll be seeing Into the Spider-Verse and Hook at a drive-in. What time are you going? Uh, I leave at six. I have an extra. T- what? what Wednesday. Yeah. I'm so. I'm talking in the I'm future, so Minty. Oh, I got it because it's it's Wednesday. Oh, gotcha. All right. All right. You hold on. Features. Can we? Features was on the right page. <laughs> the fact that Features knew it and Minty <laughs> did it, I think this deserves it. And a one and a two. Earth two. I mean, I feel like that was a stretch, but I will say that I feel as also since we've been doing these Skype versions of the show, Earth 2s have just fallen off because we're all in our own room. Sounded like a weirdo just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes sense when all of us are together, but it's just. It's, That's it's why I have my alone. Ed McMahon with me. What's up? You're Ed McMahon. You're Shmee. <laughs> <laughs> Shmee. Um, hey, thank you to everybody that was on the shop. We have more going up now. I met with uh, Moshko yesterday, and we had a big merchandise meeting. 
We've got neck gaiters coming out, and we've got all kinds of other cool stuff. The Pride t-shirt will go up. As of right now, the proceeds are just going to be put aside until we can find a good charity to send them to, or I pay for the money for us to be our own charity. So coming through that, but look out for the new merchandise. We appreciate everybody that's already ordered stuff, and we're only going to have more. Look for the Hello Internets and the Hello, Hello, Hello merchandise soon. On that note, Menti, do that thing. And the the Beep You mask. Yes. (laughs) That's just too good. (laughs) Or can you you make one that just says, pull your beep and mask up? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like that'd be a great one. The beep and mask uh, is supposed to cover your nose and your mouth. Asshole. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm good with that, too. Right. Uh, you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online That's at Welcome to Fireside Your social media choice Unless it's Twitter Which is Fireside Crew um, Yeah Appreciate the support P- Appreciate the purchases Can't believe that's a thing I, I love that people Are going to be wearing Fireside masks That cracks me up uh, Yeah Once again I'm Menti I'm Features I'm Huey And I'm Mr. Mauer Go to WelcomeToFireside.com And buy stuff <laughs> You can also go to Download the w- w- The 77 WABC <laughs> W-A-B-C. <laughs> W-A-B-C. W-A-B-C. I wonder if they get pissed about that. <laughs> Although, at this, at this point, I feel like they're just not listening. No. <laughs> they're, just, they're just keeping us up there. Let uh, those silly right, comic deuces. guys do their thing. Excelsior. Deuces. Cowbunker. <laughs> <laughs>